Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Wise Men Say Away. My name is Tom Walsh and uh, before we get going on this one, just a quick apology uh, if anyone was expecting uh, a reaction pod from Warsaw last week. Uh, the simple fact is none of us went, so sorry about that. But anyway, the whole gang is going down today because we're going to Accrington and everybody is very excited for this one and everyone has been looking for tickets since well, probably the past month or so. I'm currently stood outside, I think it's the, well, some like fancy restaurant in Leeds as everyone's piling in for the Christmas shopping. It's only nine o'clock and Leeds train station is already pandemonium, but there's none of that for us. Because we're going to Accrington, and it's. If we think it was, this is the game where, if you lose, then it's going to be memeified for eternity. It was the first fixture that says, "Well, you're in League One now. You have to play Accrington Stanley." And should we happen to get beat today, um, we won't hear the end of it. But I'm pretty confident we won't. Uh, the sun's pretty shining here. Um, Sun's shining in Leeds, so, um, but the forecast doesn't look very good for Accrington, and apparently it's going to rain all afternoon, which is not great for those of us who are stood on an oak, a terrace with no roof. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Anyway, we'll be catching up with the whole gang after the match, and some other Sunderland fans, and hopefully some Accrington fans as well. So let's all go to Accrington. <laughs> So we're in the, was it the Castle, the Castle Pub, after Accrington won, Sunderland won, match abandoned from the monsoon conditions, and I'm with Dan, who's with me on the X41 over, and I've also met my uh, Kieran as well, and lads, how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how wet are you right now? Yeah, a good, a good nine and a half, I mean, uh... about 17, what did you think of all that? I mean, it's, it's difficult to make head and a tail of that, to be honest, given the pitch conditions. Um, to be honest, not a lot happened. There were two goal, goal bar scrambles and two goals went in. Um, beyond that, I've not got much to offer in truth. Do you, no, no. you even know like, that first goal went so in? I, 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 no, I, 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 I could not tell them. I don't know what happened. I'm assuming there's a, a, a charge down of a keeper's kick. That's what it seemed like, but... Like I say, uh, today was very, very League One, in, in every sense of the word. What was your favourite part? Oh, my favourite part was Miss Wackinson, I mean, you know, 
I mean, it kind of kills your romances and of going to an old school terrace and truth, you know. You put it up in your mind's eye, but when you put a sideways range driver in your face... Yeah, but well, how, how, is that, how is that... Isn't that, isn't that the, rom- the romance? It's, mean, that, it's that man Coke's over there on a, on a radiator <laughs> in some pub. I mean, in, in theory, it is. In practice, it's not. It's, it's one of those ones, but yeah. No, no, it's, 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 it's a fun fact to say you were there. Are you coming again? Probably not. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dad? No. You, you're looking very damp. <laughs> you're looking very damp. <laughs> yeah. You you couldn't pay me enough to come back to this fucking town. Well, what, why not? Well, what's wrong with it? Language, sorry, it's giving play, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can swear. Yeah, yeah. You can swear. No, no, no. It's all right. One's fine. One's good enough. Um, I mean, I've had a lovely day, but this wasn't it. I think this. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favourite part of Atkinson? Good question, actually. Yeah, I think I just enjoyed like the X41, the bus here. That was good. <laughs> en- enjoyed the uh, mini roundabout at uh, St George's Cross. That was there. Uh... <laughs> I think that was probably on balance my favourite part of the day. Um... And that's the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. But is it, is it in terms of uh, the stand or just because of the conditions? Everything. Every, right. Everything about that game was just pure, like, like today is just, I don't know really. That was just pure distilled misery of a game of football, wasn't it? But what, but why? I, I, I thought we did. Yeah. If we come away, if we come away from that, if we come away from this, in this torrential conditions, yeah, yeah. having got that 1-0. Yeah. Having seen such a like spectacular goal as well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it's one of those ones. It's like given the conditions, we're never going to do a great game of football today. Um, Good whole said, you know, it's it's a big event for Accrington as well, having the full stadium for the first time. Yeah. It's a big event for them. They all really, really up for having a full stadium in front of them. Well, I, it was sideways torrential rain. It doesn't really mix the. It was a, diff- it was a difficult one for someone today. Given. But even like you said, considering it's their like the biggest game, I thought even the first half they came they came out first half they gave it a bit of a go, but I think we managed oh, to yeah. do it pretty well. Yeah, no, Aidan uh, McGee is cut above everyone else. In, I've seen when I've seen him play, he's been a cut above everyone else in this division. And the same again today when he had the ball, he was just a level, level above everyone else on the pitch today. He was so smooth and calm. Um, I think yeah, he was he was he was a difference. Some of the teams have more ability, but given towards the end of the. the Towards the end of the game, given the, the, the nature of the pitch, talent kind of went on the game a little bit. It was more just like sheer brute strength. Do we need? Do we need someone up front that we need, like pump it up again? Up uh, well, I think that'll, that'll kind of come with Charlie, Charlie White coming back. I think generally, Southern lack a bit of physical presence anyway, centre half and centre forward. But given time in the last third of the season, I'm convinced we'll come good and we'll be all right. Um, we'll, we'll be where we need to be towards the end. I think White like does have to something a bit different. Doesn't he? I mean, like that first game when he came on. Yeah. Came on half time. The first thing just like smash someone. We probably did need someone like that today. So you reckon if we had a presence like that up front, it might have been a bit easier to combat this? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, I think in a setting like today, it might have been. Yeah. But it's difficult. It's one of those things. That you, say we were one nil up. Would you have been annoyed this got called off? Yes. Yes. Because, but do you think they could have? Well, we've, we've seen what it's been like all day, and from about well, just after half time, it started getting worse and worse and worse. I think I think it went all. I could not see Simmons scoring again. 
we're not overcharged down like yeah. gold. Uh, they're not going to sooner a bit of a footballing team in this league and they back themselves you can't, up. You can't on that pitch. You, you, like you couldn't have done it. Yeah, it's impossible. So. Well, it's like we had a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of people around me screaming to get it on the deck and stop yeah, lumping yeah, it. I mean, it's like you can't. Yeah, you, you, you can't in that. You, you can't play on the pitch in those conditions. Yeah. And uh, it's like playing water polo, isn't it? That's got to play on the deck, like it's just not happening. It's just well, it's like Accrington with Accrington with the same. They weren't lumping yeah, up yeah. to any. I mean, because they've got that. So it wasn't that Billy Keane's uh, someone number ten that tall. Looking at looking at Accrington's side, there was nothing that massively impressed me. Right. You know, they seemed like a standard League One side, but there was no one who stood out in a way that you know for for other teams like a centre forward might stand out or something like that. There was like, no one that really stood out. Like Kiefer Moore. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. along those lines. Uh, remember the guy we almost signed from Charlton in the first game of the season? He looks out. Lyle Taylor. Lyle Taylor. He looks yeah, out yeah. decent as well. It's like there was no one of the nature on the pitch for Atkinson. Looks like a solid one league one side with nothing more. Are you, a, are you a little bit concerned? It's like Portsmouth and Luton both won today, and then we're, we're now a game behind. Is that concern you a bit? Not really. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. We're poor. We don't care. Through. I don't care. I don't care if we get promoted. No, ideally the one we keep winning. So we, like, yeah, as I said before, like you know, finish with hundred points, but like don't don't the financial irregularities. I mean, today wasn't. Uh, maybe the. I mean, it was, it was a, today was an incredibly league one day, obviously because of the. Well, I mean, look what happened. I don't see yeah. anymore. But like. It's been good, eh? Would you have enjoyed this day had it been in August? Because I don't, I don't think we could have. I believe not as much. <laughs> I don't think yeah. you can truly say you've been to League One until yeah, you have a day yeah. where you stand on Southern Accrington Terrace in the literally the driving rain into your face. No, this is very true. I mean, going back to your previous question as well, I think so, I think we'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the year. If, if, um, if Charlie White and Watmore come back at any decent stand in the last season, of the season they're going to be two of the best the best centre forwards in the league. Wait, Watmore is anything yeah, like Watt. Yeah, and, and Charlie, be amazing. And Charlie White. Master for Bradford in this league as well. They come back, I think we'll be absolutely fine. We'll be where we need to be towards the end of the year. I mean, at this point, yeah, Paul's will keep winning. Valentine and that are pulling up trees, but we'll be, we'll be there and thereabouts towards the end. Newcastle in the in the check it trade. Not real, it's not a real game. The yeah, game, this is a the game doesn't exist. This, this, this is this is quick fan opinion. People have a look at hate it. Personally, I absolutely hate it. But, um, it's so the game doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're saying the game doesn't exist. Like, I mean, I've got no love or hate either way. It's, the game is not real. It's fundamentally uh, a fiction. But if we uh, if we won six 0 still not real. I don't. I, I, I will never know what the result of that game is. I will ensure uh, what I do not uh, find out the result of that game. It's but if we get, I just don't want them to ruin a trip to Wembley. Don't take a trip no, no, to exactly. Wembley. I mean, I'm like very up, but I'm, I will. I will. I would never disrespect, disrespect the Checker Trade Trophy. Huge, uh, huge, huge Checker Trade fan. But um, this game in particular, I've got zero interest in it whatsoever. I would, game, well, it just doesn't exist. I've got no interest. How can you have an interest in the game that doesn't exist? So there you go. Exactly. So it's Richard Easterbrook here from the Wise Men's Seer team. I'm here with Sunderland fan Chris Harris just after the uh, the abandonment of this game between Sunderland and Accrington. Uh, right decision was made in the end then, Chris? Um, well, yes. I think it was made easier by the fact that Accrington equalised. I think a 1-0, that was a harder decision for the referee. Ultimately, it looked unplayable. Um, and, you know, that poses a threat. 
so yes I think so but had we been 1-0 up at the time I'd be a little bit more miffed than I am at the moment and obviously we, we went one of the fans that went down there too Accrington uh, they were in the uncovered section right, the, end of the, the other end of the goal so that's, that's probably going to be worse for them having made that journey having stood out there for, for an hour and a bit and then they've, they've got to make that journey home now and probably come back again um, I, I imagine it would be worse but a lot of them are having a great time in all fairness um, also we love playing in the rain um, so uh, no yeah it's unfortunate for them and they'll go down I'm sure we'll get a result next time is, is that much of a, a kind of, of a, of a um, distraction to our, our league form because that's, that's now it'll be going more than two weeks since we've had a, a league league fixtures is that going to have an effect do you think it is in the sense that that's the glass is half empty side of it we were saying beforehand it's important to stay in touch with Portsmouth um, especially given that we've got them coming up um, when last I looked they were winning as well so the, the gap between us and them is, is something that concerns me what concerns me more is the gap between us and third and getting promoted uh, we don't want a, a, a fixture clog or anything like that especially given that we're still technically in the FA Cup and we've got a like, slight fixture coming up in the checker trade as well so, but the league's the important thing uh, and yeah so it's unfortunate that we couldn't get it seen I might have even taken a point on that basis because you know we just want to get games done with we don't want to have to play loads of games at the back end of the season This is the first time they've done a bean back for a good few years now what was your experience of it how did you enjoy it? Um I, f- I, f- I felt like actually watching the game was peak League One to be honest uh, no replays uh, a deflected goal for us going up and, and ultimately playing in what not like a swimming pool um, but the experience is good you know it's, it's, it's a decent atmosphere it's, it's a good turnout um, it's part of I'm enjoying what the club are doing at the moment with re-engagement and things like that um, so long may it continue yeah I really enjoyed it great thanks a lot for your time Chris uh, we'll see you back here in a few weeks no worries mate Who's going to do the presenting? Me, you. So it was Ackerton, not one. Sunderland, not one. Something. Match abandoned. Um, if there's anything that encapsulates where Sunderland are at the moment, it's probably that football match. That football match being abandoned. A beanbag taking place against Ackerton Stanley on the same day we're drawn against Newcastle under 21s in the what is it, the fifth trophy in English football or something like that, probably. Um, what are your thoughts? We'll never forget the day, will we? Will it, in years to come, when we're back in the Premier League, we'll always say, can you remember that time we had a beanbag against Ackerton and Stanley and the match was abandoned after 73 minutes and you've seen arguably the two worst goals you'll ever see scored in football? Stephen Elliott's with us. You no, called I didn't, it, didn't, didn't introduce you him didn't introduce anybody. No, 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 no. You called that after their equaliser, Stephen, straight away. Yeah, I was looking at the weather conditions. I think potentially the game could have been actually called off before they scored, but it was like pinball, I think, for their for their equaliser. The ball was flying across the box, and eventually, I don't actually think the ball even touched the actual net, did it? I think it was a couple of yards out of the line. But We've all seen goals like that when we were kids and playing I th- football on the, in the play yard and stuff. I think as a whole, there was a lot of talk before the game, though, about it being called off, and I think, well, we waited until the 70th minute until the referee decided we couldn't play anymore. And I think both managers probably agreed, right? We were one each here in a game that probably had... I don't remember any bit of quality in the game. I think it was the conditions summed up the game. I think it was it was poor conditions, poor game. If anything, I think it's probably a good result for Sunderland having to play the game again because I think the weather today, if it had continued, was a leveller for a team like Ackington. And hopefully, when the replay is played, the pitch will be a little bit better and Sunderland's better players can kind of start producing what yeah, we expect to see. They were trying to knock the ball about and it just wasn't happening, was it, at all? And then we were... 
even after you said there when, when they equalised you're right it's a perfect time for the ref to call it off because you're thinking well no team are going to complain because they're, they're not winning the game like if one of the teams are winning 3-0 there or 4-0 you, you want that game to finish. Yeah, Think about when Sunderland beat Newcastle. Were they not even at a 3 or 4 nil? Don't they not look at it and go, well... They would want to see it. Well, think about when Sunderland beat Newcastle back in the day, 99, and Peter Reid said he had to actively say to the referee and the linesman, don't dare call his game off. Well, and, 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 listen, the, the, the camera zoomed in there, obviously we're here now watching on the, the camera zoomed in on the two managers having a discussion with the referee. There's no chance in hell that if that game was 2-3-0 to one of them teams one of their managers who was winning the game would have yeah. been involved in that conversation I think both managers probably looked at I think the wind was blowing again as well never mind the rain and it was just it was horrendous conditions you see down the right side of the, the pitch where nearest side of the camera it was just like mud wasn't it and in this day and age I think that's 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 a called off pitch I think I think in any day and age that's a called off game I mean, you, look, you look at you know the second half as well a particularly bad bit of the pitch was pro- was McGee, where McGeady was playing so it's probably you know our most effective player eliminated from the game really because he can't get you can't get on the ball down there and, and, and do what he does with the ball when when the when the when the pitch is in that state really can you no definitely not and I I think the Sunderland fans are probably think themselves well who who wouldn't want another trip to Akron and Stanley because it's such a lovely place we'll come back here and do another beam back <laughs> it was good to watch a game of sleeves knocking the points back every yeah, time yeah, Aidan yeah. McGeady gets the ball go on Aidan go on Aidan no, no. there's no point shouting at the telly that's what he said there's no point shouting at the telly because he can't affect anything you've enjoyed yourself haven't you nah, it's, it's been different for me obviously sitting amongst the supporters and, and you hear some of the shouts and all and I know he's having a bit of crack but maybe that's something to do with me obviously playing the game I tend to kind of just watch the game and not, not screaming at the telly but it is obviously fans get emotional that I think Stephen turned around to me during the game and says that's exactly you can tell exactly why you play the game because us fans you'll, you'll never be a true supporter but no listen it was, not quite uh, what I said like, nah, you know, somewhere yeah. along the oh, you called him a mug didn't you <laughs> <laughs> nah I think, listen I think from a football point of view I think that was probably the correct decision wasn't it? The, the weather was atrocious and the game probably looking back on it now should have been kind of played we don't even that should be should be kind of took it to question as well Sunderland against Stanley abandoned um, the game that wasn't um, so as a result of that there won't be a show on Monday night so you'll have to get all of your reaction from the show you just listened to um, alternatively we're releasing the second part of the Mountain Crosby interview so keep an eye out for that um, alongside the preview for that and part one there's also the Fullwell 73 interview which is well worth a listen with Sun Until I Die coming out on Friday and we've got the show we did with Sam and Oscar from the club um, Frankie will be back on Thursday with uh, the preview show for next Saturday um, for the Bristol Rovers game I believe it is um, so keep an eye out for that as well and the lads I'm sure will be discussing the draw with Newcastle and the Checker Trade Trophy um, which has brought great delight to some members uh, of our support and great despair to others um, but yeah make sure you check out those other pods that we've got out should offer thanks to Tom Walsh for putting it putting that stuff together um, and Stephen Goldsmith, Richard Easterbrook and Stephen Elliott for getting involved as well as the supporters who uh, Tom spoke to and Richard spoke to so thanks for listening and uh, yeah we'll see you next time <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.